Hey everyone, welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. Over the past few years, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member, Legacy Annual Pass holders, and Disney Vacation Club members, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. We'll be your one-stop shop for Disneyland and Walt Disney World history and trivia, and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks. Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disney journey with you. This This is Magic on Main Street. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> that was different than normal. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, everybody. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, welcome to season two, episode four, episode 32. We have, we have two different naming conventions for our numbering system. And whose fault is that? It's mine. Yes. It's mine. I decided to do this season two thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's fine. Lame. Well, welcome to the show, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So glad you're all here. Uh, we have a wonderful program for you this evening. Uh, I'm so excited to uh, talk to our guest. Uh, we have a great guest. Um, but first, I'm Sean. I'm Tabitha, I guess. I was going to come up with a new name for me today, but... I'll just be Tabitha. Still. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I know. I think you're Tabitha. Yeah, but I was gonna, I was gonna create something zany because I have like I have new hair, so it's like you do have new hair. New hair, who dis? Go, ch- go check out Tabitha's new hair on her Instagram. I do. I it's have new hair. um. I've been calling her Cotton Candy Head. <laughs> he has been calling me Cotton Candy Head because yeah, she's got a, just a, an array of cotton candy on her head. I got the pink cotton candy, the blue, mm-hmm. the purple. I got all kinds of stuff going on. It looks awesome. Yeah. I'm happy you did it. Thanks. Uh, so anyway, uh, back to what we're doing. We're introducing Our ourselves. Show. Yeah. Uh, with us, as always, is Daniel. He's uh, working his, his booty off during COVID. And, uh, <laughs> Dino Proc 95 on Instagram. <laughs> I'm, uh, he's going to be going to Disneyland with us on... <gasps> The 9th. We're going on May 9th. I know. And then we're going to DCA on June 5th. Super exciting. We still haven't even gotten through the introductions. Oh, whoops. Also, the kid, Kenzie Lee, she'll join us for Hidden Mickeys with the Kid. And as always, our little mascot, Scar the Kitten. He's being a pain tonight. He, he was won't beating stop. up the, 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 the dog door. Yeah, and he wouldn't stop meowing at you like he was expecting something from you, yeah, and I don't know weird. what it could be that he was expecting. Maybe he's expecting a great show, because that's what we've got oh, in store for him. Wow, yeah. that was a really good segue. That was a really good segue. Uh, we are, I am very excited about this show. We've got a great guest. Um, we've got a lot of information about reopening the parks. Um, Disneyland's, I mean, opening. As you listen to this, it's opening tomorrow. To- or, Today. yeah, tomorrow. I guess it just depends on when they're listening to this. It could have been four weeks ago. (laughs) So Disneyland is reopening on April 30th, and we've got a really great uh, guide that we put together for you. So uh, stay tuned for that. Really cool show. But uh, let's start this off the right way. Yeah. Hey, Kaylin, bring us in. 
Magic on Main Street podcast, perfect for Disney fans. Magic on Main Street podcast, talking about Disneyland. Magic on Main Street podcast for when you're making your Disney plans. Magic on Main Street podcast, Sean and Tabitha will be right back. They're back. That is our very talented niece, Kaylin, with the jingles. So good. I love her. I know. Uh, you can find her on Instagram at Kaylin Rabbit Music. Woohoo! All right, up first, we've got some shout outs. Hey, yo. Hey, hey, yo. Hey. Uh, <laughs> first, I want to shout out us because we have a new website. Burr, 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 burr. And we've got a new URL. And I'm really excited about it. Look so, at us go. I know. Well, okay. So when I when we first came up with this show, I tried to get magiconmainstreet.com. It was taken. But it miraculously appeared the other day. Some hooligan let it go. Um, and we might be getting like a Disney cease and desist or something. Mm-hmm. No, we won't. But uh, magiconmainstreet.com is our new URL. We've got a new website. You're going to find links to listen, links to join our Patreon. You're going to find uh, some videos. We put up our Magic Happens parade video because I was missing it so much. Uh, We put up our interview with our new friend, which we're going to be introducing later on in the show. Um, Yeah, so it's a cool site. We're going to have some blog posts. We're going to have some really good information on there. So check it out, magiconmainstreet.com, which means we have a new email address because it used to be friends at magiconmainstreetpodcast.com. That's huge. Woof. So drop the podcast friends at magic on main street.com. So excited. Also new in the show. We have new jingles. (laughs) I'm so excited about this. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about it later, but our guest, uh, our buddy Cameron put together some new jingles for us. So they're pretty uh, awesome. when you listen to our, our merchandise segment, our food segment and events and entertainment. We have new jingles and they're so awesome. I can't wait for you to hear them. Uh, But uh, before we get too far, let's do some birthdays. So in celebrity birthdays, we've got Kirsten Dunst. Love her. Yeah, she's cute. Uh, Gal Gadot. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. uh, Which I, I do love. I do. I do love Gal. I know. Uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Maui. And. Pat Carroll, or as you know, her Ursula. Woohoo! But our friends, the ones that really matter, our buddy, Buddy Marcos. Happy birthday, dude. I hope you had a great day. He just got called back uh, to work at Disneyland. He did. He got to go to his cast preview on his birthday. Yes, he did. And um, he's going to be working in Galaxy's Edge. That's so awesome. I know. So stoked for him. Uh, He's a good kid. He's been in our Disney lives from the beginning yeah we love him very much happy birthday marcos also um our new friend ali clements which our executive producer karn introduced us to mm-hmm. happy birthday uh, ellie clary who we've been following each other for a long long time paula rose out in florida so sweet love her yes and we got to spend some time with her in florida when we were there with our on our uh, walt disney world trip Mm -hmm. i don't know what i was trying to say there she may have been your server at some point if you've ever dined at uh be our guest that's true that is true uh and also 
An old friend of mine, she used to be a student at a dance studio that I taught at in Colorado. She's a huge Disney fan. She actually has a page on Instagram uh, where you can view some of her art. She does like custom shoes, custom bags, custom prints. Uh, Check out Customs by Jordan, and that's Jordan with a Y-N. Yeah, so happy birthday to you all. Here's your song. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Marcos, Ali, Ali, Paula, and Jordan. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I didn't say a single name because I got tongue-tied on the very first one. Well, I, I know you. you I know you meant it. <laughs> Happy birthday, everybody. Uh, let's get into this week in Disney Parks history. It's time for this week in Disneyland history. Oh my. We got a lot of them this week. In 1926, all the way back to 1926, the El Capitan Theater, Hollywood's first home of spoken drama, debuts with the live stage production, Charlotte's Review. The El Capitan is still around and still kicking. Uh, Disney took it over at some point. Uh, and uh, they do a lot of premieres there. It's a wonderful little theater. If you have a chance to go, once everything gets back to normal, please go. I love it there. It's really cute. And they always have some sort of little pre-show going on before a movie. Yeah. One of our first dates was at the El Capitan. We went and saw um, Nightmare Before Christmas in 4D. 4D. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. They had some um, some props in the basement, mm-hmm. uh, which they, they always do a good job of having some like really cool extra stuff. Yeah. You know, for, you know, props or, or set design stuff. Yeah. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so El Capitan, happy anniversary. In 1937, surf guitarist Dick Dale is born. Uh, He is known as the king of the surf guitar. He performed on Space Mountain in 1998 for the reopening of Disneyland's Tomorrowland. Why is he important? Because he wrote the music for Space Mountain. Yeah. He's an old school uh, surf guitarist, said to be the first surf guitarist. In 1957, Shirley Temple takes part in the dedication of Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough at Disneyland. In attendance is Walt Disney and Shirley Temple's oldest daughter, Linda, son Charles, and youngest daughter, Lori. It's so funny. I can't picture Shirley Temple with children As because when I, when I imagine her, I see the small child. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, 1972, the railroad station in Frontierland at Magic Kingdom, Walt Disney World, opens. Since the park's debut in October 1971, the Walt Disney World Railroad has been a round-trip experience only. Guests could only board at the Main Street USA station. That would be a bummer to have to take a train all the way around the park before you could get off. But let me off! I never, I, I never even thought about that. That'd be awful. I'd be so upset. In 1977, in a dedication ceremony in Florida, the Empress Lily, a historic... <laughs> A historic replica of a three-decked Mississippi boat uh, with a paddle wheel is christened by Walt Disney's widow, Lillian, for whom it's named. Hmm. That's cute. Also in 1977, Space Mountain opens in Disneyland. Woohoo! Yeah, it's actually, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty good ride. People seem to enjoy it. Why are you acting like you don't? 
I love it. It's one of my favorite rides. The way you said that, yeah, other people seem to like it. No, I said people <laughs> seem to like it. I was being awkward. <laughs> it just made it sound like you didn't No, like I, it. I love Space Mountain. Are you crazy? Also opening as part of the Space Mountain Complex is the Starcade Arcade, Space Place Restaurant, and Tomorrowland Space Stage. Wow. Wow. In 1997, the restaurant in Walt Disney World's Cinderella Castle is renamed Cinderella's Royal Table. Although originally called King Stefan's Banquet Hall, this is hilarious. King Stefan is, you know, Sleeping Beauty's father. I was just going to say, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's hilarious to me. In 2004, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror has its official grand opening at Disney's California Adventure. Ooh. I know. I miss Tower. But Walt Disney World's is great. I do really like theirs. Yeah, it's it's just different. Same, same fun, different way. Yeah, yeah. In two thousand five, Epcot's new Soren officially opens, modeled after Soren in uh, Soren over California, which is the best attraction between the two. (laughs) Quote me. (laughs) Um, And then in two thousand nine, former Imagineers Raleigh Crump and the late Don Edgren are honored at Disneyland with Main Street Windows. I love Main Street Windows. They're They're probably... (laughs) You have to have your microphone on to... It's crazy, I know. It's crazy. (laughs) You said I was breathing too loud. You were breathing really loud. (laughs) To mute myself. (laughs) They're some of the prettiest decorations at Disneyland. They are. They're the best. And um, just during the the reopening video that uh, they just put out, it was actually geared towards uh, cast members. Mm -hmm. So they were at the casting agency window. And I love seeing that because I used to be a cast member, so that's my window. Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, But anyway, so... um, yeah, Raleigh Crump and Don Edgren, they both got windows, and they're both by the um, the Silhouette Shop. So, um, Raleigh Crump says, Predictions that will haunt you, bizarre, whimsical, and weird, designs to die for. Roland F. Crump, assistant to the Palm Reader. And then Don Edgren's is uh, Yesman Engineering Associates. So, it's so funny because it says, No challenge too big for our yes men. We know no. Don Edgren, chief engineer. He always called them their the, his yes men. That's so cool. I, I love, love that. that. I know. Really cool. 2012, uh, the Carnation Plaza Gardens closes at the end of this Disney day. Carnation Plaza Garden Stage will become the Fantasy Fair Stage, where the, the tales of Disney's fairy tale heroes and heroines will be brought to life each day. So uh, back in 1956 is when Carnation Plaza Gardens opened and it featured entertainment and fast food stalls and was home to the date night at Disneyland events, which started in 1957. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's actually where I used to do swing dancing like way back in the day. You know, I'm old, Uh, but they maintain that tradition. They still have a band out there on Saturday nights and have swing dancing. It's a hoot and a holler. Mm -hmm. Also in 2012, Princess Merida, Disney's newest princess, makes her debut at Epcot. Oh. Yeah. So she's scheduled to begin greeting guests at Magic Kingdom. Um, but she came in and did it at Epcot. A you little know. bit early. Yeah. You know, like, because of, like, Scotland. Just because of Scotland? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Uh, 2018, Walt Disney World welcomes a second newborn, gra- I want to say Gravy's, Gravy's Zebra. A Gravy Zebra. <laughs> born to Zuri at Disney's Animal Kingdom. The female foal will eventually join the zebra herd on Gorilla Falls Exploration Trails Overlook. 
<laughs> when I read it, I read gravy. Grevy's zebras are the most endangered species. This is not funny. Endang- endangered species of, of zebra with about 2,500 alive at that time in 2018. So look at the conservation that they're doing. I love it. It's, it's so much fun. I, I love that they are taking that seriously. Like I've said it before. I love the San Diego zoo. Like it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite organizations. Like I love it. So being able to have Disney and a zoo at the same time, it's just, it's, it's crazy. I love mm-hmm. it. And finally, uh, it's reported in 2019 that the Tricircle D Ranch at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground welcomed a new white Shetland pony. The first ever born there. Hmm. It's pretty cool. And um, I I will mention this. uh, This week in 2019, actor Peter Mayhew, best known for playing Chewbacca in the Star Wars uh, film series, passed away at 74 in Texas. I know. I was really sad that day. I got to meet him, day. and it was so cool. He's he was uh, he was zooming around in a on a scooter, a motorized scooter, uh, when I was at the Rogue One premiere, mm-hmm. and it was so cool. He was, you know, in good spirits and smiling. So I was really bummed when I saw that he had he had passed. Um, not a lot of people realize that it's been the same Chewbacca from 1977 all the way to 2015. He was in the Force Awakens. Yeah. So not a lot of people realize that he was a an awesome. He's an icon and nobody even knew his name. Mm-hmm. You know? So rest in peace. Up next, the news. This just in breaking news. News, news, news. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's why we have jingles. News, by news, news. Stop. By the lovely Kaylin Rabbit music on Instagram. <laughs> okay. So we got to breeze through some news because we got a lot to talk about today. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. You want to see the first one in Walt Disney World? Yes, I do want to do the first one go in ahead. Walt Disney World. Um, so all of you Walt Disney World people, not sure if you are familiar, uh, the uh, suggestive wall in the Morocco Pavilion, <laughs> but sadly it was recently refurbished. Um, they kind of reformed the old fireplace exterior that was there and now there's just a little tiny door (laughs) so (laughs) it's really sad it's yeah it's pretty funny we we didn't know that this was a thing until the last time we went to walt disney world we went in in february yeah and uh it's pretty funny but yes the suggestive wall is no more if you don't know what i'm talking about you can literally just search morocco pavilion suggestive wall yeah, and I mean, you will find images. It's a pretty firm wall. <laughs> uh, now the wall just looks kind of like flaccid. <laughs> is this a kid's show? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enough of that. Uh, the Star Cruiser Hotel released new images with the new Galaxy's Edge coffee table book, including a dinner show model, which <laughs> I'm so excited about. That would be so amazing. A Star Wars dinner show. I love yeah. dinner shows. I don't know if that's like a weird trait to love dinner shows as much as I do, <laughs> but I really do like medieval times. That's my jam. Yeah, no, I love, I love the idea of that. Um, and uh, so the concept art, if you look, um, it's it's a 
it's a pretty open restaurant, which is pretty, it's just very modern looking. Well, I mean, obviously it's in space, but you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it definitely has room for a stage in there uh, that it's depicting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, take a look. It's pretty interesting. And if, I mean, I can't even imagine the things that they would be able to put on there. They could do like Star Wars themed like freak shows. They could do singing performances. I mean, they could do all kinds of really cool stuff. They could do like a Knights of the Round Table type thing, but with Jedi Knights and lightsabers and Oh me oh God. <sighs> I want it to be done. Yeah. So really excited about that. And that is launching not soon enough. No. They need to start building at a faster pace because I'm starting to get real impatient. Yeah. The uh, final piece of the Harmonious Barge at Epcot was put in place uh, just a few weeks ago, um, along with some additional pyrotechnic barges that were placed all around it. So the fifth, it was the fifth and final piece. They are slowly putting things together in preparation for the uh, new fireworks show to begin uh, later this year. I'm super excited about it. I know Sean and I were having a conversation earlier today that like, I don't know if it's because we aren't Walt Disney World people that the barges don't bother us as much as it seems to be bothering local Floridians. And and look, look, you start making changes to Disneyland. I I still don't care that much. (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, but but like something like that, where where it's like I can I see you. I absolutely see the point because it ruins the view of of Epcot. Though, mm-hmm. so, yeah, World Showcase kind of has showcase. a different feel now because it doesn't just feel like a little separate area. Like there's a giant mound in yeah, the water. When you're, when you're standing across at um, World Showcase, um, it blocks the view of the ball. Yeah. So I see it. I get it. I understand. It, I mean, I just know it's going to harmonious is going to be amazing. Like imagine they put like a fixture in the middle of main street. Yeah. You know, and it blocked the castle. Like it'd be, it, it's not, it's, uh, it sucks. Yeah. So I get it. I totally understand, but it's not bothering me because it's, it, it's just not because that's all I really know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, this one, you should read this one. <gasps> because I'm so excited because yeah. I haven't been able to see it. Uh huh. So Jeff, Valley confirmed that the cast is back in rehearsing for a celebration of the Festival of the Lion King at Animal Kingdom. So they are actually preparing for a return mid-May, which is not very far away. And I am so freaking excited. You're so excited. That means when we go this summer, we'll get to see it. Yeah, I'm stoked for you. I'm stoked for me. I'm stoked for us. I've had multiple people tell me that if Animal Kingdom isn't already my favorite park, that after watching this performance, it will be. Really? Yeah. I have heard nothing about it. I I don't know the context of the show. I just keep being told, like, you're going to love it. That's really cool. I'm excited about that. I'm really, really excited. Cool. So that's happening. Uh. Mobile ordering has been added to Sunshine Tree Terrace, Sleepy Hollow Refreshments, and the Friar Nooks since long lines have been forming at the popular snack establishments. Ooh, that means we can mobile order some of those waffles. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sweet. 
Uh, Orange County, Florida Mayor Jerry Demings uh, stated in a press conference recently that he expects to relask, 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 go do it. <laughs> that he expects to relax the county's mask mandate this summer. Uh, earlier, he stated that the mask mandate could be lifted by June, but is now targeting late summer after a rise in COVID cases and the removal of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine from the market. Uh, physical distancing guidelines and temperature checks could be lifted earlier than the mask mandate. I'm still taking a mask with me. I'll still take one with me. We are, as of now, fully vaccinated. Yep. But if I'm uncomfortable, but who I'll knows, put one man? on. And people might have some other cooties that I don't want. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if I'm uncomfortable, I'll put one on. I have Disney ones that are cute and will go with my outfits. And I, if it's my choice to put one on, then I'll put one on. Yeah, it's weird because, like, <laughs> it's weird because it's so weird here to wear masks. Like, mm-hmm. people are so, like, weird about it and against it. But it's, like, so normal in Asia. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you see, go look at a video of any Asian street, and it's, like... Yeah, it's the kind thing to do when you're not feeling well. Yeah. So, I'm going to still have a mask with me. Yeah. And if I feel like I need to wear it, I will. Because at some point, people are going to... Like, the the social distancing, distancing thing is going to go away. Yeah. I also, and I don't I, want people I, breathing I don't on me. I people on me. I don't like... I've never liked it. Mm-mm. So, I'll always have a mask. Cooties. I don't want your cooties. Uh, guests can once again fill their own beverages at self-serve stations. That's such a funny <laughs> piece such of a news. funny thing to say. Um, congrats, everybody. You can fill up your own Coke. <laughs> Weird. Um, yeah. Uh, many places in Walt Disney World are not set up this way, but a few are still in transition. Uh, you're required to sanitize, grab a cup, or a cast member will hand one to you in some places. Then you can fill your drink. So exciting. You it's, can use reusable cups now, too. Oh, cool. It's so funny. This is another thing. Like, were you not washing your hands before? Yeah. Like, were, did you not normally sanitize your hands at Disney? Icky. You know? Yeah. That's, I don't know. It's weird to me. I don't know. But yeah, you can put your own ice in now. <laughs> that, and that's I'm so magical for me. I'm very particular about my eyes. I'm so particular about my eyes. Dare I say it, uptight about my eyes. Especially when it comes to iced tea. Oh, for sure with iced tea. You're not tea. putting ice in my iced tea. What is wrong with you? Yeah. So anybody that works in food service, <laughs> let me just give you a brief tutorial on how to fill an iced tea. <laughs> Sean's going to learn you real quick. Fill the cup like all the way. Yeah. If it's ice, fresh brewed tea. That means it's it hot. Because it it's hot and hot melts ice. Yep. So if you want a customer to get a good tasting cup of iced tea with just enough ice, ice to the fill top. up the cup. It's just like an alcoholic beverage. Fill up the cup with ice. That was so condescending, but I'm so, I, I'm sorry. I like, I'm very particular about my ice. Pour me a good glass of iced tea, you know? I feel you. I want I the same you. care of, a, of an alcoholic beverage to go into my iced tea. A handcrafted Hand, cocktail? Handcrafted iced tea <laughs> with plenty of ice. Ridiculous. What are we talking about? I don't know, but a new Disney Cirque du Soleil show, Drawn to Life, is expected to debut this fall at Disney Springs. Oh, I love Cirque du Soleil. I know. They never disappoint me. They never have. So I'm really, oh, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So Daniel Lemaire, CEO of Cirque, stated, it's a tribute to Disney animation, and we felt honored to have the opportunity to do a show with the intellectual property of Disney. 
we should be able to open sometime in the fall. And from the articles I've read, they're they're planning to have it be open by the 50th. I mean, a, a Disney Cirque du Soleil? Oh. They had one previously. Um, I know, but we've never seen one. Yeah. Like, I, that's so awesome. I don't know. That's That's two things that I love. I'm excited for you for that. Yeah. <laughs> so sometime in the fall, I will look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So we found out some good news. We were, so, listen, the Raya and the Last Dragon mural is awesome. It's beautiful. Oh, on ESPN Zone. On ESPN Zone, what used to be uh, down in downtown Disney. But it replaced like a really cool mural of Chadwick Boseman, you know, Black Panther. <sighs> It was called King Chad. Well, good news. King Chad, uh, this beautiful piece of art, uh, found a permanent home at Children's Hospital Los Angeles. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Um, And this is thanks to its generous donation by concept artist and former Disney Imagineer, Nicholas Smith. Thank you, Nicholas. Yeah, it's so cool. It honors the life and legacy of Black Panther hero Chadwick Boseman. This tribute will now bring joy and inspiration to the patients at CHLA. Very cool. Got a little misty for a second. I cried when I found out it was replaced, (laughs) uh, rehomed. So, yeah, really, really excited about that. Did Uh, you see the sign uh, that people were posting uh, in Toontown for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? Yes. You have? Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> so, as you all know, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is under construction in Toontown right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're being a little bit secretive with it. So there's a, a little winky <laughs> billboard. I don't know why I winked like they can see me. I don't know. Me. Nobody can see you. Um, with a big old sign there in their construction outfits. And it says, what big building? There's no big building here. Paid for by the Toontown Department of Implausible Deniability. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. It's just like a tongue-in-cheek little sign because, I mean, it's it's pretty apparent. There's a big building there now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cute. funny. It's cute. I'm excited. It's very cute. But I'm really excited for that attraction to open. Oh, it's, God, it's such a great ride. It's such a fun, fun time. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get down to business. Let's get down. To defeat the Huns? Okay, reopening. It's upon us. For those of you confused, Disneyland has not reopened yet. Uh, Well, it might have when you're listening to this. Depending on when you're listening to this. However, uh, if you're listening to this when it releases, um, you've seen cast member preview pictures, and that's making people think that Disneyland is fully reopened. Uh, But April 30th is when magic returns to the Disneyland resort theme parks. And we're so excited. I can't wait. Everybody's so excited. Um, I've seen some of the pictures going around and it just made me want to be there. So um, I don't know if anybody caught the little special that Disney put out. Um, They did a live event. It was a special moment. It was a special moment. I was crying hysterically on the couch. Yeah, it was. And it was crazy because it was like once it started, it was over and you're just left left in tears. Just sobbing. It's like somebody just like walked by and slapped you really hard. (laughs) Walked away. 
<laughs> that's what it felt like we were all just messes on the couch over here it was here. so bad um but yeah it was a really good tribute to cast members and and um you know it brought us back to the magic in the best way possible until we can get into the parks they did a lighting ceremony for the castle and it it was beautiful <laughs> it, yeah it was it was gorgeous and yeah i, I missed the old girl Mm-hmm. So um, that was really cool. But we've got a lot of information to share um, regarding the opening. So we gathered some information on the parks reopening and all the information that we think you'll need. Um, so if you head over to magiconmainstreet.com, we do have a blog section. Um, click on the the Know Before You Go guide, and it's got some really good information about like dates and hours. So just so everybody's aware... Uh, the parks between April 30th and May 13th are going to be open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then after that, on uh, May 14th through June 28th, it's going to be 9 to 9, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, so keep that in mind because I feel like that's going to catch some people off guard. Maybe they don't realize that the parks close that early. Mm-hmm. So uh, pay attention to that. Um there's a lot of information on tickets and reservations. Uh, if you haven't gotten those already, um, you know, they're, they're out. <laughs> so if this, this isn't the guide for you. Uh, they will open up more tickets, but right now, not much to get. Uh, but there, we have some information on Disneyland Resort Hotels. Uh, the Grand Californian is going to be reopen, reopening on April 29th, and reservations are actually still currently available. Why are we not staying there? Oh, wait, DVC Villas are booked. They're on wait list. They're right on now. wait list. Yeah. So they will be opening May 2nd. And then Disneyland Hotel and Paradise Pier Hotel will be reopening at a later date. And dining is not un- is not available at either of those at the moment. Um, at the Grand Californian, though, three dining locations are going to be reopening. Craftsman Bar, Craftsman Grill, and Hearthstone Lounge. Uh, Napa Rose and Storytellers Cafe are not opening yet. Parking will be available at the Mickey and Friends parking structure and Pixar Pals parking structure. Um, $25 per vehicle per day. Um, so they're saying that the the parking structures are going to be open at like 6 a.m. But the website says 30 minutes before. And they had there was I saw this Twitter exchange and they're like, you know, you you can show up at six, but you can't line up. Like it was like very like you can, but you shouldn't. So don't. They know that people are going to even yeah. when they tell them not to. So they're they're gonna have arrangements. But try. I know you're excited. We are all so excited. But just try not to get there too early because you're gonna stress a lot of cast members out. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I don't think there's. I mean, there's no reason to be. Don't there get that there early. at six. You don't need go to go like there an at hour six. early. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um. And then, oh, it's also important to note that the tram's not going to be running. Um, Put your walking shoes on. Be prepared to walk. There's no information that I've found whether or not um, the walkway is going to be open between Pixar Pals and Downtown Disney to get in there. I'm assuming they're going to try to keep people, everybody on one path. So uh, be prepared to walk either way. Despite what people are saying, there's going to be a lot of attractions open uh, at Disneyland and California Adventure. There's a full list that we've got together for you. Um, it uh, important to note that any, there's no entertainment. Like there's no there's no shows. There's no fireworks. There's no parades. Like that's still going to be on hold. Um, and then Fast Pass not available. Single Rider not available. 
said evitable. <laughs> Not available. Enunciate, Sean. Jiminy, Christmas. Okay. Uh, and also, no meet and greets, but there are some pictures that I saw from the reopening. Um, and it's been confirmed that there are going to be characters out just in a different way. Um, they're roped off. You can, you know, take selfies with them behind you and stuff like that, but they're not. So similar to what they had at a touch of Disney and what they have going on at Disney world right now. And it's going to be awesome. How many characters you're going to be able to see, you know, who I saw scenarios. I saw Mary Poppins and that (gasps) made me so happy. I know. Uh, but yeah, again, check out all the, uh, the attractions that are going to be available. Um, there's a lot of them at both parks. So you're not going to, I mean, you're not going to go in and not be able to do anything. There's still a lot of stuff to do. Um, dining probably want to do some reservations, mobile orders. Like that's going to be really key during all of this. Reservations are already super limited. So if you haven't gotten one continuously check back. Yeah. And then there's going to be people who cancel. Absolutely. And be prepared for modified menus. Mm hmm. You know, we got to realize that they're opening with a limited staff, um, which is a story in its own in itself. But, uh, you know, there's going to be some limitations. So don't expect to go everywhere and be able to get everything you could ever ask for. Um, There's going to be some adjustment here. I.e. Plaza doesn't have my pasta. Yeah, I know. Uh, but make sure you you use mobile order. It's going to be pretty much the default for most. Most outlets. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, there is a ton of food available. You know, most most restaurants are still open and most of them have mobile order available at those locations. So, yeah, we'll be going over later on in the food segment, the different things that are going to be open, what the mobile order situation is going to look like, and then the foodie guide for Mother's Day as well. Yeah. And for all you merch heads out there, they're going to have plenty of shopping locations available. So uh, there's only a handful that are going to be closed at both parks. Uh, I mean, at DCA, I think only two locations are going to be closed, which is Oswald's and Sarge's. Um, I, you know, they're smaller, a little bit harder to manage. So. Yeah. Uh, they do. Uh, they're going to maintain the Rise of the Resistance virtual queue. Uh, and there's two times available. So at 7 a.m., the queue's open for anybody that's starting at Disneyland. Uh, and then at noon, 12 p.m., the virtual queue is going to open again for all guests with valid admission to Disneyland for that day who have scanned into either D, uh, DCA or Disneyland. So 7 a.m. for Disneyland starters, noon for DCA starters or anybody that missed the 7 a.m. So probably easier to get this, the 7 a.m. At, at Disneyland. Yeah. Also, uh, just so you know, PhotoPass Plus, uh, there's going to be a one-day option uh, for all the, the photo passes. So that's really exciting because you want your pictures. Uh, so you can purchase all of your single-day PhotoPass photos for $19.99 a day or $78 for a week. If you do the week, uh, it, it only works if you do five-plus days to get, the, to get your value. So, yeah. There's a lot to know, so just check out the guide, uh, magiconmainstreet.com. Okay, friends, we're editing right now, but uh, some something big uh, was brought to our attention today. Uh, so just wanted to read this quote from president uh, of Disneyland Resort, Ken Potrock. In a podcast interview with D23, um, he said, We had sunsetted the annual pass program, and we needed to do that 
really for two incredibly important reasons. One, because of the capacity constraints that I told you about previously, and two, because we thought it was a great opportunity for us to reimagine an annual pass program that wasn't just built on the last couple of decades, but was built on how our guests and our fans wanted to use the parks going forward. We're working on that right now, and we'll clearly be launching something before the end of the year, but I think it's going to be an exciting new program that I think people and our biggest fans and quite honestly, our most loyal fans will be very responsive to. So that says to me that all those surveys they were sending out was for a reason. They might offer a couple different options for maybe bigger discounts or uh, versus park days, something similar to that. So just wanted to make sure you heard it here first. Um, let's get back to the show. Up next, merch. Let's talk about merch. Let's talk about a bunch of cool stuff. Let's talk about merch. There's one of our first new jingles. Woo! Uh, I love it. So these jingles, uh, we have we have our original jingles that are are in everybody's head all the time. The Magic on Main Street jingles are definitely something we're known for, and I love it. Uh, Kalen Rabbit Music has put together a lot of them, uh, but this new one that you just heard for merch is put together by Cameron James Parker. Uh, he's our guest for the day. Uh, we're going to talk to him later, but you can check him out at Cameron James Parker on Instagram. Uh, he put out a Disneyland themed album which we're going to be talking about later with him and it's just it's something of magic so uh thanks for this awesome new jingle we've got two more coming up in the show so really excited about that let's talk about merch all right well there's a whole new series of pins that have been coming out throughout the year called the artfully evil um pin series they're a limited edition set my main focus is on the one that came out most recently. And why is that? Because it's Scar. Because it's Scar. Um, but there are other pins in the series. Like I said, they are limited edition, so I'm not sure if any of them are still available um, since they have only been available at the Disney World parks. Um, but there is a Hades. There's a Gaston. There's a um, there's a Maleficent mm -hmm. and there's a Queen of Hearts. And then the newest one that was released this week is Scar. Um, they look really cool. They have a very like they're really cool, like stained glass kind of feel to them. They've kind of got a yeah stained glass kind of look. I don't know. They're pretty. I really like them. So if anybody happened to pick up the Scar one and you're trying to get rid of it, let a girl know. Oh, wait, are they sold out? Um, not that I know of, but they're only available at Disney World. So, oh, I see. I don't live in Florida. I'm not I sure see. if you know that. Yeah, that's a that's a bummer. We should go. I agree. We now we said we that we were going to go live there for a month, and then life got in the way. Yeah, we should still do it. You hear to hear, folks. We're making life decisions <laughs> on the show. <laughs> we always do that at midnight on the show. What's next? Um, next up is a new set of Disney Parks designer ears that were released this week. Um, they're denim. Oh, you should you should get a pair of them and then wear a jean jacket and jeans. Oh, I don't want to, and wear just a have like a full on Canadian Canadian tuxedo. And then tuxedo. go to Disney World and go to the Canada. Go to Canada. We oh, we could both do it, and we can go have dinner at La Cellier. Oh my gosh! And all of our denim. Yes. Oh my god, we would look like Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears circa two thousand. Yeah. They are completely denim. They have a cute little uh like 
the coin pocket that is on jeans. Yeah. They have one of those on one of the ears with a tiny little uh, Mickey head on it. Super cute. They are collection. Cute. Like I said, they're part of the Disney designer uh, collection. So they are um, a limited edition set. They are not sold out as of yet. So if you can get on down to the parks, um, definitely check them out. They are also available on Shop Disney. It's just in celebration of National Denim Day. <laughs> National Denim Day. All right. Yeah. For all of you Kate Spade lovers out there, there's a new Minnie Mouse Love My Dots collection. Me, me. <laughs> I love Kate Spade. <laughs> the Kate Spade Disney collections are always super cute. Uh, the newest one that just came out, it's uh, been released at Downtown Disney, is a white bag, little red polka dots on it, little Minnie Mouses with black handles. They have all different kind of sizes for these. Um, they have the satchel bag. They have the crossbody. They have a little wristlet. They basically have any sort of size you're looking for. They have backpack. They have a card case. They're all really, really cute. They all have the same little design on it. So um, they even had a, a camera bag. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know what to say? You're talking about merch. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but this is a heck of a show. <laughs> they are all super cute. If you like the Kate Spade collections that come out, this is definitely one to grab. It's very clean looking. Very plain? Clean. Oh, they said plain. Clean looking. Like, you're not selling anybody on that one. Oh my gosh. No, I said clean looking, not plain looking. Okay. Uh, but continuing on with bags, there was a new Dooney and Burke released. It is called the Disney Afternoon Collection. It'll be coming out to the parks and shop Disney fairly soon. Uh, it includes different images of the animated television block of programming from the Disney Afternoon cartoons. Fun. Uh, which includes Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, DuckTales, and Chippendales Rescue Rangers. That was like one of the best eras of television. Yeah. I'm serious. It's a really cute collection. It has kind of like like that that typical 90s vibe that a lot of the, the yeah, collections the, that the have come out. geometric shapes. Yeah. yeah. It's so really cute. I like I it a lot. I think this might be one, even if it's just the wallet that I grab, like this might be one that I finally do pick up because it's just it's got a lot of really cool nostalgia around it yeah i really like this <laughs> i even see gummy bears on there uh-huh dang that's crazy i like that gummy bears i use i loved darkwing duck that was my jam i've never been good at drawing things but i could really draw darkwing duck for some reason really know. yeah i don't know it's weird that's kind of random i know i, I like a, it though you know who else i drew no. Scar. When I was in high school. Our I drew cat? a cat? Yeah, our cat. I, I, <laughs> I predicted the future. And I just drew a little black cat. And I black drew a little cat. black cat. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd, That'd be, be so weird. weird. Moving on. I almost spilled my whole drink. Oh my gosh. All over our electronics. I've got this, this uh, balancing act going on. <laughs> Next to me, uh, we're between studios at the moment. We uh, we don't have a, a, we're a figuring solid it out. place to record. Well, it's we do. It's just it's very echoey in the room that we're we should be recording in. Yeah, for comfort. 
So we're on the couch. I've got like three computers around us. It works. Microphones on pillows. It works. It's crazy. We need to just get boom mics. No. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> Bucket hats. Bucket Talking hats. Talking about the 90s. Speaking of 90s. They released a Disneyland Resort bucket hat by Spirit Jersey. It's just a, a plain bucket hat with that Disneyland Resort logo on it. Just it like looks, the Spirit Jersey. Yeah, yeah. it looks it's just like cool. the Spirit Jersey. It's, they're cute. Listen. It's very nice. Listen. <laughs> I wore a bucket hat in of the Of course 90s. you did. I did. I did. Uh, with a Nike swoosh on it. Um, let me just say this. Bucket hats weren't cool then, and they're definitely not cool now. Do you know who wears a bucket hat? Who? Our daughter. Our daughter. Yeah, I know. She, she loves it. It's, it's so weird having a kid that is now wearing the clothes that you wore when you were around that age. Yeah. It's very strange. It's cute. Um... Yeah, it's 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 so weird. Yeah, uh, but they're they're really cute. They're not too expensive. Twenty four ninety nine. You can grab them at any of the downtown Disney shop or downtown Disney or uh, Disney Springs locations. Got it. And finally on my list is the new floral Disney Cruise Line merchandise that just landed at Disney Springs. Um, I know there's a lot of people who are super upset that are so used to cruising multiple times of year and they're really missing out on it. So a Disney cruise line pop-up shop actually just opened up in the marketplace co-op at Disney Springs. So if you're missing that kind of stuff, definitely go check it out. They've got a cute little um, replica of one of the Disney cruise line ships, all kinds of merch that you can get. But the newest line that just came out is that floral line. There's a tote bag that has a Disney cruise line on it with all kinds of cute little uh, flowers, um, some wine glasses, uh, and mugs, travel water bottles, all kinds of things like that that you can use. There's also a little notebook set that says C's every day. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> I had a genuine laugh, but my microphone was off for some reason. So you got my fake one. Um, and then some patches as well, little sticky note sets and a little uh, phone flipper, which is just kind of like a pop socket, but you can like stick your finger through it and it like hangs on. Oh, the one way. with like the ring. Yeah, it's and it's not it's not a ring. It's like a clip, but it has a loop to where you can put your finger into it and hold it or you can clip it onto things. It'll it flips out. Oh, yeah. yeah. OK, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Or I could just look at the screen. Yeah. And know exactly what that you're works, about. too. But all kinds of stuff. There's shirts, there's towels, tons of things. So if you're you're missing that Disney Cruise Line merch, definitely head down to Disney Springs and check that kind of stuff out. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm hmm. Is that all? Yeah. That's a lot of stuff. It was. And I actually cut that down because I had like six more things on there. (laughs) Because you're the shopping queen. I really like to shop. All right. Up next, it's Hidden Mickeys with the Kid. It's time for Hidden Mickey of the Week. Looking everywhere, Kenzie's here to share the Hidden Mickey of the Week. Hello. Welcome back to Hidden Mickey's with the Kid. It's the Kid. Hey, Kenzie. Hello. So glad that you have another Hidden Mickey for us. This is always yep. so much fun. So where are we going to find this week's Hidden Mickey? You're going to find this one in Cars Land. Cars Land, like yes. last week. Because yes. we went to Touch of Disney. Mm-hmm. We got to see these things in person. So it was really cool. So yes. 
Touch of Disney, Cars Land. Where are we going to find this one? This one, you are going to find this on a power line, actually. On a power line? Yes. Okay. So this power line it will be in front of Sparky's. Okay. Yeah. Um, there will be a, a pole, mm-hmm. and then in front of the pole, there will be the power line. Okay. And in the wire, there's going to be a hidden Mickey. Oh, yes. Okay. So. Yes. Okay, so if you've ever, if anybody's ever seen like a real power line, like on the road, and they have like a some wires bundled up, they just kind of have them tied to the to the wire. It's kind of that same concept here, but it's in the shape of a Mickey. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Uh, is it? This is Cars Land is one of my favorite places. Yes. So I'm glad you did two in a row. I love that. Um, so next time you guys are out in Cars Land, Radiator Springs. Make sure you take a look at the light pole near Sparky's. Yes. On the wire. Mm-hmm. You're going to find a little hidden Mickey there. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, kiddo. You're welcome. That was a good one. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you next time. See you real soon. All right. Up next, food. That is another instant hit from Cameron James Parker at Cameron James Parker on Instagram. Uh, these jingles are killing me. I love it. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Uh, if you like his jingle, if you like his music, uh, you may like his album, The Happiest Place. You can listen to that right now on Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Amazon. Well, not right now. Listen to this right now. Yeah. And then listen to at the happiest place. Yeah, don't be hopping around. Focus yeah. on one thing at a time. Focus. People. Come on, get some focus. Grow up. All right, food. What do we got for food? Um, well, first of all, we have the foodie guide for Mother's yes. Day. Uh, there's going to be so many different options lot. throughout Disney World, Disneyland. Um, a lot of dessert options yeah. throughout the Should Disney be World expected. parks. Yeah. Um, you can find cupcakes and different desserts like that uh, all across Animal Kingdom. Uh, there's going to be a coconut caramelized pineapple mousse. Mm. Ooh, I wish I was going to Animal Kingdom for Mother's Day because that sounds so good. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be options at Coral Reef Restaurant in Epcot, La Cellier, um, and Amaretz. You don't know how to say patisserie? Is that how you say it? Patisserie? Oh, it's a patisserie. <laughs> Every time I look at it, I get tongue-tied and I can't even, like, force myself to get it out. It's French. Okay. Patisserie. <laughs> patisserie. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. Um, there's also going to be, which sounds so good, and I kind of hope that they have it at Disneyland since we will be there on Mother's Day. Yeah. A Mother's Day swirl, which is... Wait, wait for it. A swirl of Dole Whip strawberry. Dole Whip strawberry. And chocolate soft soft. Chocolate soft serve. <laughs> chocolate soft serve with a chocolate dipped strawberry garnish. This is gonna be so good. God, I I'm, I hope. I oh, it, it's, it's that's gonna be so good. It sounds delicious. It's only available May 7th through 10th. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, there's also going to be some different options at Art of Animation, as well as All-Star Movie Resort and Pop Century. Uh, just like I said, different little cupcakes, different desserts like that. Just little things to make mom smile. Um, 
There's also going to be a key lime pie Sunday at the Polynesian if chocolatey desserts aren't your thing. I'm not a huge key lime pie fan, but I this like sounds really pie. good. Lime soft good. serve, graham cracker crust, blood orange mango jam, and topped with a macaron. Mm. I don't yes. like macarons, but I'll try that other stuff. I like it. You can have my cookie. Thanks. You got it. But yeah, definitely, definitely check out this guide for Disney World. There's a lot more that's going to be at Disney World than there will be at Disneyland. Uh, for the Disneyland Resort, there's some options that are going to be at Downtown Disney. Um, Ballast Point is going to have a special uh, lobster ravioli with shrimp and heirloom tomatoes um, entree. And then at Naples, they're going to have Mother's Day weekend cocktails. They'll have three different ones. Um, two of the examples they've put on here is the Rossini, which is uh, Prosecco and Strawberry Puree, which I kind of want to make a reservation because yeah. that sounds delicious. And Oh, hi, Scar. He wants to go to Naples. You want to go too? They, they don't allow cats. I'm sorry, bud. And then the Ruby, which is a vodka, elderflower, and grapefruit uh, cocktail. Mm-hmm. At Ralph Brennan's, they're going to have a Bananas Foster French Toast with bacon only on May 9th and available until 3 p.m. And then a Creole Caprese salad that will also be available on May 9th. A Salt and Straw will have a Eat Your Flowers series. Um, vivid flowers, bright fruits, and potent aromatics that draws outside no matter the forecast. So... It looks like they'll have like a rhubarb crumble. Four different, four <laughs> I, different flavors. Keep everything else. I want the rhubarb crumble, please. With toasted anise. Mm, yeah. Wildflower honey with ricotta walnut lace cookies. Mm. Jasmine milk tea and chocolate. And Matilda's hibiscus and coconut sherbet. Sherbet. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I can't. Sherbet so, sounds wrong. Nobody says sherbet. Nobody I've in the heard world, some people think. say I've sherbet. I've never heard that word. I've heard people say sherbet. I know that's how it's I don't like to say sherbet. It's sherbet. I say sherbet. But a coconut sherbet sounds pretty friggin' delicious. So does a coconut sherbet. <laughs> no, sherbet doesn't sound as good. <laughs> Tortilla Joe's is doing a brunch and it's got all kinds of goodness going on. But it's only on May 9th. A couple of these places are doing their options throughout the weekend. Some are only doing it on Mother's Day. So if any of these options sounded good to you, make sure you go to the Disney Parks blog and check out the Mother's Day foodie guide. That'll kind of let you know what's going to be available throughout the weekend, throughout the month, and just that day. Yes. Okay, the important stuff. What's going to be open to eat when the parks reopen in California? Yes. So... I'm going to read through this list. If your ears perk up, just remember to go there. <laughs> uh, so in Disneyland, Bengal barbecue, and uh, most of these will have mobile order, mobile order available, or you need to make reservations for the table service restaurants like Cafe Orleans. Um, also with mobile ordering, French Market, Galactic Grill, Gibson Grill Ice Cream, Jolly Holiday Bakery, Little Red Wagon. Market House will not have mobile order. Come on, Starbucks. I know. And it's infuriating. Get it together. It's Starbucks. They know how to do this. They've been doing this way They've longer than everybody else. Time, but whatever. Uh, milk Stand will. So will Mint, Mint Julep Bar, Plaza Inn, Red Rose Tavern, Riverbell Terrace, Ronto Roasters, um, Stage Door Cafe, and the Tropical Hideaway. 
ship to shore marketplace and tune up treats will not have the mobile order, order of it. I can't, why can't I talk mobile order available? I just thought of a little life hack for this. If you're oh. wondering what they're going to have on their menus when they open starting April 30th, you will be able to go into your app and pull up the mobile ordering service. Even if you are not in the park, definitely don't place a mobile order because you're not going to be able to go get it unless you have a ticket and you're inside Disneyland. That's a good point. But you will be able to see the options that are listed for when you go. What about over at DCA? DCA, all kinds of really yummy stuff. So the adorable snowman, angry dogs, award wieners, the cappuccino cart, Carthay Circle, which reservations are going to be needed for that. Oh, for sure. Uh, Cocina Cucamonga, Cozy Cone, Fiddler and Pfeiffer and Practical, Flo's V8 Cafe, Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli will not have mobile ordering available. Um, Hollywood Lounge, Lamplight, again, you're going to want reservations for that. Yeah. Uh, Pacific Wharf, Distribution Co., more mobile order. Or- I can't do it either. I know. It's a, it's mobile? a hard word. Order mobile order will temporarily be through Cocina Cucamonga. So if mm. there's a certain beer that you wanted from Pacific Wharf, you'll have to um, do it through there. Poultry Palace again won't have um, any mobile ordering. The Pim Test Kitchen will be open. It doesn't June say 4th. anything about mobile ordering, but it does open on June fourth. So we'll see kind of how that goes once they are open. Um, Rita's again. Their mobile ordering is going to be unavailable, but you can order through Cocina Cucamonga. Uh, Shawarma Palace will open up on June 4th with the rest of Avengers Campus. I'm so excited to have a shawarma place. I I can't wait. (laughs) I love shawarma. I'm going to cry. Smoke Jumpers, Sonoma Terrace, Studio Catering Co., which is the little taco cart um, on the back lot. Back lot, yeah. Um, Terran Treats, which again will open on June 4th. And then there will obviously be some various um, vending carts, ice cream, popcorn, churros, things like that. And if we didn't mention it, dining at the Grand Californian is going to be only for hotel guests. So you can't can't eat there if you're not staying. There. And I have a feeling it's going once Disneyland Hotel and Paradise Pier open up, it's going to be the same sort of situation for them because they did just recently start putting in scan in gates for that Disneyland Hotel entrance. that's right across from where you exit downtown Disney. Mm, yeah. You won't be able to get onto Disneyland Hotel property unless you have a room key right. on you. So don't expect to be able to go to like Trader Sam's, things like that. Um, any of the character dinings over at the Disneyland Hotel unless you are staying there. And even then, we don't know which of those options are going to be open yet. Nope, not yet. But we will know soon and we will tell you. Definitely. Because that's what we do. Yeah. Welcome to our podcast. (laughs) All right. Up next, events and entertainment. That is our third new jingle. It's so awesome. 
again, Cameron James Parker at Cameron James Parker on Instagram. Check out his album, The Happiest Place on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon. <laughs> These jingles are great. I hope you enjoy them as much as we do because we are just tickled over them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not a lot going on in events and entertainment, but uh, we will talk a little bit about Disney Plus because they have a powerhouse going on with entertainment. They are just superb the things that they're putting out uh if you have not watched the falcon and the winter soldier what are you doing do so in what why can't you hear me (laughs) i can hear you can you hear me how come i can't hear me i don't know hello (laughs) why can't i hear me Okay, we've got that worked out. Um, <laughs> chimney. Uh, so, yeah. So, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it's an amazing show. It's it's basically a, a action-packed uh, superhero movie once a week. The acting in it is ama- amazing. The character development is just spot on. Uh, please, if you've not seen this movie, go check it out. Like, or not movie. It's not. I say it feels movie. like a movie. It feels like a movie. If you haven't watched this series, please go check it out. It's um, six episodes, and each. I one wish of them, it was more. I wish it was more, but each one of them is so just amazing. So check it out, and also while you're at it, uh, if you do make your way into DCA soon, they have a new photo op, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier themed. Um, yeah, so they cha- they actually recently changed it. So they put it out back when Touch of Disney was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have since, actually before Touch of Disney, just when they had shopping going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since they've uh, rethemed it a little bit, uh, if you've seen the series, you'll know what I mean. So yeah, check Definitely that out. Definitely wait to go see it until after you've watched the series. Yeah, if you can. Uh, also on Disney Plus, Big Shot with John Stamos. So it looks pretty good. Um, and then coming up uh, on May the 4th, the <laughs> premiere of the new series, spinoff series of The Clone Wars, The Bad, Bad Batch. Batch. I'm so excited. It's going to be so good. Oh, if you haven't heard me rant about Clone Wars, it was my favorite. It's, it was one of my favorite things about Star Wars is The Clone Wars. It's such an amazing series. It, seven seasons right now on Disney+. Plus. Uh, but yeah, The Bad Batch is a spinoff. It introduced, uh, they introduced some new characters in the last season of The Clone Wars. It's spinoff characters from that. Oh man, it's just, it looks so good. And I'm so excited. It's going to be great. So, I'm excited. And it, you know, it's Star Wars. Who doesn't love Star Wars? Who doesn't love Star Wars? But yeah, <laughs> lots of really good entertainment coming up. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking to our friend, discussing the happiest place. But first, here's an interview that we did with Cameron. He interviewed us. Uh, it's a short version. Uh, there's a full version on our website, magiconmainstreet.com. Uh, you'll see the full YouTube video. It's a great interview. Enjoy. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. I'm here with Sean and Tabitha. They are the creators and hosts of the Magic on Main Street podcast. They're the king and queen of, of Disneyland. And um, that's about it. That's all I have to say about you guys. <laughs> that's it. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Uh, so, guys, I'm going to ask you a few questions today. Is that OK? Uh, please. Yeah. So how did you guys meet? At Disneyland? Disneyland. <laughs> no. So we were actually part of a, um, a Facebook group uh, about Disneyland. It was, it was, you know, just fans of the park. And we met in that group and we knew that Dapper Day was coming up. And so I asked if you were going to be going. Yeah. She said she was. And so we just stayed in touch 
that day. Met up with her at the Interventions building. Yeah. And we spent the day together and we took a bunch of pictures together. Ended up at Mad Tea Party in DCA for a while. I made yeah. her pretend like she was my girlfriend because... There was somebody there that, that was trying, I, to, that flirt was trying to flirt with me. So we ended up meeting up the the next week, and yeah. then like two weeks after that, it was like, "Don't be my girlfriend." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you guys been in Club Thirty Three? I've been there three times. She's been there twice. Um, Tabitha, we actually got engaged at Disneyland. Um, we got engaged at the um, you know the caricature artist right outside of Club Thirty Three. Uh huh. We got our caricature done, and I had them ask the question, "Will you marry me?" In the caricature. Um, and so after that, we went and had our engagement dinner at Club 33. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. All right. <laughs> I can look around the park and have a memory of most spots, you know, landmarks, you know, areas of the park. But a lot of them now, you know, just over the past seven years is you know, what we were doing at that time. Like, yeah. you know, oh, here's the caricature place where we got engaged or, you know, Club 33. Every, you know, I've been to Club 33 before, but it wasn't special until we went for our engagement dinner you know like that was the that was the special thing um you know i look at i look at the the mark twain and i remember taking photos with her on dapper day like you know there's a lot of it it's memories of of tabitha and, and kenzie my daughter our daughter um and so i don't know our relationship just i don't know it changes it does change the way you look at the park because it's not just like oh i remember i was here with my friend like i was you know i was here with the love of my life and and we've built something really cool with like the podcast and all that stuff like and we don't do it for fame we don't do we obviously don't do it for money like we just we do it because it's special to us you know wow you're cute i'm cute <laughs> all right welcome back everybody we're so excited we have a very special guest today and uh you're gonna learn a lot about this guy and what he's all about but uh he's got an album that just dropped and we're so excited to share this with the world so everybody please welcome cameron james parker welcome to the show buddy hi i'm so happy to be here dude we're so happy to have you so little side story cameron hit us up on instagram and asked us if we wanted to do an interview uh which you probably just listened to because we're probably going to put that into the show. Yeah, it was just choppy choppy. Yeah, choppy choppy. Uh, so he asked us to be on his, on his YouTube channel, and we had such an amazing time on the show. You had some really good questions. Uh, you made Sean you made cry. Me cry. I mean, it was <laughs> it was a good interview, and I, I just I, I couldn't pass up an opportunity to have you come on the show, talk about what you're doing, and and really talk about your album. So first, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, and uh, and why you love Disney so much? Sure. So uh, my name's Cameron James Parker. Uh, I grew up in L.A. I'm a professional actor. Um, I do theater. Um, up and down the central coast usually. And I'm also a musician. Um, growing up, I would make music all the time. It was usually about uh, myself or my girlfriend or my ex-girlfriend or how depressed I am. And, <laughs> I'll laugh at your pain. Uh, Just sorry. millennial things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I went through an emo phase and everything. Um, but I'd never really worked to put my music out there. I, I never really showed it to a lot of people. Um, and then during this pandemic, um, it gave me the opportunity to put my focus into skills outside of acting and 
new creative avenues. Like I started working with clay and animation and painting, um, all sorts of stuff. And one of the things I really um, put my heart into was working on this album. Um, And I I got the idea for the album um, when one day my sister was visiting and we're not super close. Um, we get along, but you know, as adults, we don't see each other that often, but she was visiting and she asked me if I wanted to go to Disneyland, uh, the next day. And I was like, yeah, of course I do. And so we went, it was me and her and my nephew, who's like three years old. And the last time I was there, um, was with my ex-girlfriend. And so when I was there, I was looking at all these different parts of the park um, being reminded of her and and the feelings that I had, and it was really bittersweet. And then at the same time, I'm seeing my nephew look at everything around the park and experiencing it for the first time, and and just seeing the magic of that. And me and my sister are pointing out everything to him, and we're having just as much fun as he is. And then me and my sister are waiting in line and having these conversations that you always have at Disneyland, no matter who you're with, where you're talking about your favorite rides or your favorite Disney movie or facts about the park, or it's just impossible to be in a bad mood at Disneyland. And just in those moments, me and my sister uh, had this common bond. And I thought there was something really beautiful and, and special about all those feelings combined when I was at Disneyland. And it awakened this um, <laughs> this urge in me to try to express that feeling and see if I can make other people's if I can make other people feel the same way. Um, and so I really put my heart into working on it. Um, the pandemic happened. Went through another breakup. Went through a lot of moments of of growth and asking myself um, who I am, who I want to be, where do I want to go? And uh, that motivated me to work even harder on the album. And then I released it. Um, (laughs) And now I'm promoting it. It's yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a big feat to, to do what you did. I mean, you put out a, a, an album, a full album. It's, it's got how many songs are on it? Nine, nine songs. Um, and you know what? Uh, I'd like to play a clip of, of my favorite song right now, because this song has been stuck in my head since the moment I listened to it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to play a clip real quick. Uh, yeah, so at all times of the day now, I have in my head, we are the stars we <laughs> wish upon. It's always in my head. That means so much to me. I'm so I'm so happy you like that song because uh, the thing that people always say is their favorite is waiting in line. 
That's a good one too. They're all good. That's yeah. the thing. Like every track on the album is so good. And, uh, but yeah, it, it, they're very catchy songs. So what was, I mean, besides, you know, being a big Disney fan, like what was the inspiration behind writing the album? Your cricket friend is relentless, man. He wasn't this aggressive last time. <laughs> Maybe he just knows that he didn't make it on the last show. Yeah, so he needs to, he right. needs to be louder. Yeah. So, so you've got a nine track album and you've got songs like we are the stars we wish upon the happiest place waiting in line flight autographs autographs cracks me up by the way like it's, <laughs> that's awesome uh vacation fireworks don't miss the magic um when you were putting these songs together like what was the process when you were coming up like with with the different songs the different titles like the the subject matter well i the first um well, first off, we are the stars we wish upon and don't miss the magic. I made the um, instrumental version of those about five years ago. Oh, wow. And yeah, and then um, I always liked them, but I didn't have anything to do with them. I couldn't figure out any lyrics for them that fit the tone of the music. And, um, and then once I... Um, once this Disneyland idea came up, it was like, oh, that's a perfect fit to yeah. me for some reason. And yeah. Um, and so then the initial idea was I want this album to be like a day at Disneyland. Like the first songs will be about getting up, going to the park, and then I'll see if I could like make a song for each of the rides. And so like yeah. I made like a jungle cruise song and a Matterhorn <laughs> song and a space mountain song. And, um, and then I, I realized, you know, I, I really want to make sure that this album isn't about um, just the rides, but more about the magic that you feel when you're with your family or with your partner or with your children. Um, because that's really where the magic is. Um, yeah. Even if you're in solitude, there's it's that connection between you and the park. That's where the magic is. It's It's not just in the rides or the merchandise or the food. Um, it's in you, you know, I, yeah. Cause I remember going to the park when I was a little kid and that the castle was real. All of it was real. Um, and I feel like part of that stays with you. Part of you still believes that it's real. And that connection that you initially had with the park is still there. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted to express. And so I put aside the songs about the rides and focused more on um, just those ideas, which yeah. are also kind of veiled behind the sort of lyrics that you'll hear in a Disneyland parade where yes. they're just kind of these general vague, like you're, you're a dream and a wish come true in your imagination. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's all stuff like that. And um and I think those kind of lyrics are really interesting um, and those ideas. Um, and then and with- each one of them, te- I mean, each song t- is telling its own little story. And that's something that I really appreciated about your album is it's not just, 
hokey, like pandering music, you know, cause you could easily write a Disneyland album and just pander to Disney fans. But you, you took the time to like write out really great lyrics that tell a story in each one of your songs. And when you listen to, and I urge everybody to go listen to this album front to back, I mean, start at the beginning and just keep running. Uh, and when you listen to the, the instrumental side of the songs, they're very reminiscent of like a Disneyland parade or mm. Disney music from a movie. Like they're very, you'll find some very similar sounds in there. And, and that was so fascinating to me. Oh, good. Well, I, I'm so glad. And that's definitely what I was going for. You know, there's a lot of glockenspiel in this album. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, I I had all those Disney VHS tapes where you know, the top of Aladdin's head would be warped and, yeah. and you know, the audio would be, uh, you know, the pitch of the audio would be going up and down. And um, that's just what... Uh, what I think about sometimes when I think about Disney. So that's, that's a big part of it too. That's funny. You say that because like when I listen to it, uh, it, it sounds so weird to say this, but you, you kind of hit on it. You, you think you're watching a VHS movie when you're listening mm-hmm. to these songs. Hmm. It's very retro eighties, nineties, like very old school sound to where you think you're listening to it on like a tape or a VHS. Like it's, it's very, yeah, it's, it's very nostalgic to listen to this album. Oh, good. Yeah. I, I kind of think of it like a Disney sing-along VHS. Yes. Those from the nineties where. Those are my favorite VHS (laughs) tapes. Yeah. Those are great. (laughs) And you do a lot of video stuff too. And it's, it's funny because I actually, um, I think it was before you even reached out on Instagram. Like we, I think we had followed each other at one point and I looked at your videos and I was like, this dude's onto something like these videos are brilliant because it's a lot of like old Disney footage. And, um, I love how you announced the, your album. Like it, it was <laughs> oh like, gosh, a, that video made me laugh yeah, it so was, I was dying and I was like, <laughs> It's, it's just, it's campy and it's wholesome and it's just, it's just a pure sound and a pure vibe. That's so good to hear. Cause you, you know, there's songs like, um, we are the stars we wish upon, um, that is very sincere. And then there's songs like waiting in line, which is about waiting in line and enjoying <laughs> waiting in line right. and about autographs. And, um, so, so the album I, I wanted to find this place where it can be really sincere and sentimental and at the same time a, a little bit absurdly positive. Yeah. And and so that um, it appeals to a lot of people and you can have your own take on, on what my intentions are with it. And I, I think somewhere in between the absurdity and the sincerity uh, there's something authentic and, and that's what, that's what I'm reaching for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's absurdly positive and, uh, and authentic, absurdly positive and authentic. That sounds like such that a Mary be- <laughs> Poppins like catchphrase. <laughs> that would be like the best descriptor for this album. Absurdly positive and authentic. It's just, it's so pure. And I just, I really appreciate everything you did with this album. Do you have a favorite song on, on the album or are they all your babies? Oh, wow. It's hard to choose. They're all so good. Um, they are so good. They are all so good. <laughs> um, my favorite. 
maybe the happiest place. Yeah. I really like the chorus to that. Yeah. <laughs> now you had you had some uh, some other singers on the album too, right? Who 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 joined? Yeah, my really good friend Amanda Jane Salmon. Uh, I went to a theater conservatory with her, and after that, we've done a bunch of shows together. And she's an incredible singer and an incredible actress, and a really good friend of mine. And I knew um, for this fireworks song. I wanted something really spectacular so, towards the end yeah. um, and something that feels sort of familiar um, right. to those kinds of shows at Disneyland. And so uh, that could asked, easily be the the song that follows up the fireworks, like very easily. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I, I asked her and she said, yes. And I was very lucky. She lent her voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh I, I really appreciate it. So on fireworks, when, when you all listen, because you're all going to listen, mm-hmm. I, I command it. You're all listening Thank to you. this album. Um, <laughs> when you listen to fireworks, there's a really fun callback to, we are the stars we wish upon, mm. which was, I, I really appreciate when musicians go that route where it's like, Hey, you're going to hear something familiar in this thing that you just heard, you know, mm-hmm. like, so it, you, you have this familiarity with the, the album, even on your first listen, it's, it's so cool to, to listen to that. Oh, good, good. I'm I'm so happy to hear that, and I'm I'm hoping too that this album um, can be of service to people who love Disneyland so much and have been missing it for so long. I know it's it's been hard on a lot of people, and um, with lyrics like "We are the stars we wish upon before we go to sleep" and um, "Don't miss the magic because you have it in your heart," yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to say, you know, it's, it's still with us, even though we're not there. Um, it's still inside us. And, and the magic again is when we come to the place, it's between us and Disneyland. That's where the magic lies. So we're just the other piece of the puzzle. No, I mean, that's, uh, that's just so, so beautifully said, like it, it has been a tough time for a lot of people who really love Disney. And in our interview, we were talking about like, you know, what happened if the parks closed and, you know, that's a reality that we all kind of had to take in and, and face. And, and yeah, it was really, it was really hard on, on a lot of us, but you know, I'm glad that the parks are reopened and, and you're going soon. You're going this weekend. Yeah, I'm going on Saturday. I'm That's so cool. Going by myself. Nice. For the first time. I've never gone on my own and I'm really excited for that experience. Um yeah, I, I mean it's it's fun to go I always had fun going by myself. You know, I'd I'd find a good spot to sit and people watch. I'd you know, eat all the things I want to do, go on rides, do the single rider line. Like it was it was always I a good time. I did one solo Disney day. My like that I've only done one my entire life. Yeah. And it was one of the most fun days that I've had because I didn't have to worry about anybody else's agenda or making yeah. sure they were having fun. It was just taking care of me. And I was like, if I don't want to do anything at all, if I just want to sit here and eat a churro and watch people walk by, I can. Yeah. It was great. Easy stuff. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> I, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be, I'm, I'm sure you're going to have a blast. I'm so excited that you get to go. We're going to go in a couple of weeks and we're so stoked. We've been seeing Not the even cast a couple of weeks, a week and a half. week and a half. We've been seeing the cast members posting about the preview and it's just like, it's killing me inside. Um, but which brings you to a point, like what, where did your love of Disneyland come from? Like, what is it about the parks that, that got your spark going? 
Well, um, I've always loved fantasy and being in my own little world and creating things. And yeah, so I've always loved um, Disney movies. I, I wanted it to be. I wanted to be Peter Pan when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. I had a Peter Pan costume that I'd always wear. And um, so then you go to the actual park and it's like a monument to all of these characters and stories that you love. And it's there right in front of you. And it's this um, larger than life magical place. And again, you know, no matter what's going on at home, you and your your family or your friends or your partner or your your kid all that sort of fades away and you're just in this euphoric land of imagination and art yeah and absolutely so i've i've just always loved it i mean who who can't right <laughs> i know i've always right? loved it and um, <laughs> and i'm I'm so grateful that I I live where I live so that it's yeah. you know available. We're pretty lucky. We're pretty lucky to have the have the proximity to Disneyland. Like, yeah. you know, you talk to people across the country, across the world and it's like, what's that like being able to go to Disneyland whenever you want? It's, it's magical. It's mm-hmm. great. It's amazing. Yeah, we are we're pretty lucky. What's your uh, what's your favorite ride? <laughs> um oh. I've been doing these interviews asking people what their favorite ride is. And that's why I asked you. The table's (laughs) turned and it's hard. Oh man, it is so difficult to choose. But I was, um, my friend Chris Carter, who I interviewed, brought up Snow White. Mm. And I know you guys aren't huge fans of the Snow White ride. No. I've heard your podcast. (laughs) You just die. You just die. That's well, you die in Mr. Toad too, and that's you true. Go to you go to hell, and you go yeah. to hell. Yeah. I just love it. I and I think it's my connection again to those old Disney animated movies where yeah, there's a certain darkness to it um, that just makes it exciting. So that's a good point. Then, are you excited to see the revamp of the ride? <laughs> I am excited. I'm excited. I I can't wait to see what it's like. You know? Do you think you'll be bummed if it's not as dark as it was? I mean, I'll accept it, whatever it is. I mean, what am I, I going to do? Right. <laughs> Go to City Hall and complain? Yeah. Change it back. Yeah. Uh, um, so when you, when you go to Disneyland, what's a, like, what's a typical day for you? Are you a left side guy or a right side guy? When you come in, where do you go? Wow, what a question. Um, well, now the first thing to do is to um, go through Main Street and have your phone out and get ready to get a boarding pass for Rise of, of <laughs> yeah. Resistance. Yeah. But before that, I think probably the first thing I would do is go right, go to Tomorrowland, do yeah. Space Mountain and Star Tours and everything. That's awesome. <laughs> I love star, star tours is such a, it's such a good attraction. Like it's something that just never gets old. Mm. I mean, the, most underrated. of the rides are, but it is underrated. Like yeah. it's so good. And then when they started like with the rebel spy and all that stuff, like it's just good. Like it's good, wholesome fun. I still yeah. get mad when I don't get picked. And I love how they change it up on you that you, you never know 
what story yeah. you're going to be in. Yes. I got picked for Rebels by one time. Remember when that happened? And I was yawning when they took oh, the that's photo. Right. That's so right. my face pops up and I'm just like, ah. And I'm like, oh, I always got oh, nervous that I'd great. be like, you know, doing something weird, rubbing my nose or something. <laughs> it looks like I'm digging or something. It just, so that'd be so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you would, if you wouldn't mind, like if, do you have any, um, like what's, what would you say is like the most special moment you've had at Disneyland? Yeah. The the last time I went was with my, my, my ex and uh, she and I got to go on rise of the resistance and <laughs> it was incredible um, to be on that ride I mean, it, it's exciting leading into it, but once you're yeah. on it and you recognize, like, you're on the, what's the word I'm looking for? On the, the ground floor. Mm-hmm. You're on the ground floor of something uh, new at Disneyland that is innovative and um, larger than life. And, you know, you're you're spending with spending it with someone who means a lot to you. And it's... yeah. Uh, just an incredible moment. Um, I mean, like, who knows? Like, I don't even know what moment was better. Was us being on the ride or us realizing that we were going to get to go on the ride? Right. Yeah. <laughs> us and, like, who knows how many other people going, yeah, <laughs> while other people are going, oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's the worst sound. That is the in worst the sound in the morning. Oh it's gosh. just like thousands of hearts breaking mm-hmm. all at one time that's <laughs> oh, so sad is that a obi-wan reference oh my gosh it is <laughs> unintentional i did that totally on purpose oh, okay. so on totally. purpose <laughs> no but that, that's a good point like you know a lot of people when so when you interviewed us like you had talked about like people saying oh disneyland's for kids and you know that kind of conversation but another thing that we get a lot is like don't you get bored going all the time like it's the same thing over and over and over and it's like yeah, I mean, for the most part, yeah, it's it's you're going to see the same things day in, day out. But when something like Rise of the Resistance opens, something new, something innovative, something groundbreaking that's never been done before. I mean, the ride systems they used and and the technology they use, like it's it was such a it was such an honor to be a part of like that first day, like because we yeah, were there and the we day can of. Go, we can tell our grandkids one day, like we were here when this ride first opened. Right, right. Like and we were here on day one. That's like, a cool. That's a cool thing to be a part. So it's not the same thing over and over. Sometimes you get to experience something brand new, and that's you know even even if it's not like a new attraction, like you can go to Disneyland and find something new every single time you go. Yeah, there's a new hidden Mickey, or there's a new window on Main Street that you never noticed before, or you know just something. So I, I, I appreciate what you're saying there with, you know, being able to be at the ground level of, of something brand new and exciting like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. incredible. It's an incredible place. It is an incredible place. And I'm so <laughs> glad that we're able to go back soon. I, you know, the parks are reopening, everything's back to getting back to normal as normal as it's going to be for now. So super excited. Yeah. And I, w- I want to tell you, I I've, so I've been doing these interviews with people like you guys and other friends of mine and and people that I know who have this really strong passion about Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And um, before I did that, I just had my own understanding of what it meant to me and my own perspective about the park. But hearing the stories and um, 
the perspectives of of people like you and and everyone I've interviewed it's it's made Disneyland mean so much more to me it's just seeing how it's affected or what seeing the part that it plays in in the lives of of, the, of these people and uh I mean there's one point in your your in my interview with you guys where you said we built our lives there yeah which was so uh profound to me um i i never considered that um that place could um play that role in someone's life and i think that's beautiful and so when i go on saturday i i won't just be thinking of the park uh like i did the last time i was there i'll be there with this new understanding and appreciation for uh how it enriches people's lives and how it enriches my life on a personal yeah. level now yeah and, and I'm, I'm i appreciate you saying that because you know you you hear it all the time of like oh you know you're too old to go to disneyland or whatever like that's i think that's a, a, a moot point go listen to our interview if you didn't and yeah right. you'll hear why <laughs> um but then there's also the um oh get a life if disneyland is your life like get a life and it's like well that's where I built my life. So, you know, (laughs) having, having worked there, there. yeah, having worked there, having met, you know, my wife there, being able to spend some time with my daughter and, and building the amount of the, the, the group of friends that we've built there. I mean, there's a, a solid, you know, couple dozen people that we love and enjoy because of Disneyland. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we got a life and it's there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to be childlike. It's not okay to be childish. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how I feel. I love it. So because I loved the album so much and we had this conversation, uh, I asked you for a favor. And uh, <laughs> people who've already listened to this point have already heard it, but you wrote these jingles for us. So you they're wrote one so for, good. They're so good. They're so, so good. So merch, uh, events and entertainment, and, uh, and food. We didn't have jingles in those places. Uh, Kaylin, Kaylin Rabbit Music, she wrote some amazing songs. And uh, we had a couple spots that needed some love. And you, you jumped in and you just, I mean, you had three jingles to us in, in a day. Yeah, and we were just grooving in our living room like right after you sent them Sean was like oh my god (laughs) and everybody we've played these things for are just in love with these songs and they fit in so well like they're completely different from what Kaylin did because hers is more you know it's all piano and Mm -hmm. uh, but so they're completely different but such the same vibe you know kind of quirky and fun and dude thank you so much for doing that for us oh my gosh the honor was all mine I, I couldn't believe you asked me (laughs) it was it was a blast to make them for you don't please don't tell me that one of those jingles replace the jingle that you guys have where you're like no no so that was my one that was my one fear it does not and i was actually thinking about that today when i was i was handing off all the music to daniel because daniel does our editing hey daniel um and uh yeah 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 and i was like wait a minute we don't have anything for um this week in Disney history. Yes, and I was like, do. no, actually we do. <laughs> and it was so funny. Cause like every time we record, like I have to, I cut it out every time, but like, we'll go to like news and tablets. I was like, news, news, news. Bam, bam. And that's where the jingle came from. <laughs> um, but then uh, one day we were doing the, uh, this week in Disney history bit. 
And I was like, this week in Disneyland history. And, and then Daniel took that upon himself to make the silliest song out of it. Like we said, we record at midnight. That's yeah. an issue. Yeah. <laughs> so it did not replace that jingle, but it complements the others very nicely. Yeah. And, and I, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to write these songs, produce them and get them to us in such a short amount of time. Everybody's going to love them. They're going to be, you know, they're going to, people are going to be humming these songs just like they do Kaylin's music. Like, I'm so excited to have you on our show as a bigger part of our show. Oh, thank you so much. And busy schedule is such an overstatement. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you're, you're promoting an album. You're a busy guy. That's true. That's true. You're in, you're in business meetings all day. You got to tie your tie every morning. Like it's, it's a lot of work. You got to deal with the Disney lawyers all day, <laughs> all day. Uh, yeah. So everybody, if you've enjoyed the, the jingles, you know, obviously, you know, Kaylin's jingles, but if you enjoyed the other ones, that's all Cameron. And we are just so honored to have you on our show. Oh my gosh. I'm so honored to be here, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, Cameron, thank you so much for, for joining us on the show. And thank you for reaching out for the interview, because that was honestly the some of the most fun I've had, I'm, I, you know, we're usually on the other side of the microphone when it comes to interviews. And so being able to sit down and tell our story, it was like really special though. So thank you so much. And it's just been such an honor to meet you and, and become fast friends. Like I, I can't we wait to, I know I can't wait to get into the parks with you and go enjoy yes. this place that we love so much together. Like I'm really looking forward to that. Um, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and where they can listen to the album? Okay. So on uh, Instagram, my name is Cameron James Parker, um, and uh, the the link to the link to my album on YouTube is in the bio of my Instagram. Aside from that, I mean, you can find my album on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, uh, pretty much everywhere that streams music. The album is called "The Happiest Place" by Cameron James Parker, um, and it, it's a hoot and a, and a holler. It is. It's the adventure of a lifetime. It's the adventure of a lifetime. It's absurdly positive and authentic. It's just, it's, it's a riot. Um, uh, and yeah, please, please everybody go ch- take a listen. It'll be the best, you know, hour or so of your life. I promise you, uh, you know, that being said, it's already made it into our, uh, our Disneyland playlist. Uh, we have a playlist that we play every time we go to the parks. It's already made it into there. So I'm so excited to be able to listen to your songs while driving to Disneyland. I'm so excited. You have no idea what that means to me because that's exactly what I made it for. Good. I'm so glad. And so everybody go out and listen, uh, check it out on Apple music, Spotify, Amazon. It's called the happiest place by Cameron James Parker. Cameron, thank you so much again for joining us. And we can't wait to experience some more adventures with you. Oh God. I can't wait either. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. So much fun. Up next quote of the week. It's time for quote of the week. Putting words together that last forever. It's quote of the week. I think this is the longest quote that we've done on the show, but um, Walt, I don't know. Walt Disney said a lot of really great things. He was a pretty wise guy. Um, but he said a person should set his goals as early as he can and devote all his energy and talent to getting there with enough effort. He may achieve it, or he may find something that is even more rewarding, but in the end, no matter what the outcome, he will know he has been alive. 
That's a good one. That is like so important for me to hear. Inspiring. Yeah. I'm, I needed to hear that this week. Really Mm -hmm. good stuff. So, well, a sage man. I just love it. Yeah. Um, But uh, that brings us to the end of the show. We thank you so much for joining us on this fun adventure. We have so much fun putting this show together and um, talking about the thing that we love. We're so excited that you all get to go back home. The parks are opening and, and things are starting to go back to normal. And we're just so excited. I think I've cried enough to just never cry again about Disneyland. That's not true. I'm yeah, gonna right. Walk because in we're going to cry as soon as we get there. Lose my mind. But we're just, we're so excited that we get to go back home. You guys get to go back home. Um, this is something that's really important to a lot of people. And, um, you know, no matter what you think about Disneyland, uh, it's a special place to a lot of folks. So really excited to get back into the parks. But, um, if you have any pictures you want to share or any comments or questions, uh, check us out. Uh, send us an email. Uh, you can you can head over to our Instagram at Magic on Main Pod or email us at friends at Magic on Main Street dot com. Uh, that's our new email address. It's not that long one anymore. Friends at Magic on Main Street dot com. And check out our uh, Know Before You Go guide on our website, Magic on Main Street dot com. Lots of really great information in there. So, yeah, please make sure you subscribe, leave a review and help us spread the word about our podcast and the, the information we bring to you as much as we can. Again, we thank you so much for being a listener and and being a part of this family. We're so honored to have you. On behalf of Tabitha, Kenzie, Daniel, Scar, our buddy Cameron, and myself, thanks for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. We'll see you real soon. Bye-bye. Magic on Main Street, just like a churro, you're so sweet. Our time with you is such a treat. Spread the Disney love Thanks for hanging out with us